0: Court's in session. offense. Social leech. Verdict. Guilty. 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 What do you say, stoner, huh? <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry. At Vista High, hey! in the name of justice, some students are getting away with murder. I heard about Morgan. That was his body they found this morning. It was the administration that asked us to monitor the student body. Since we started the Sentinels last spring, crime on campus has been almost eliminated. Students feel safer. You're our pool boy, right? Hey
1: everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm J.D. And
0: I'm Randy. And today we're going to talk about a film from 1986 called... Campus eighty six,
1: otherwise a, known
0: as Dangerously Close. That's
1: the real title, not the working title or whatever they wanted to call From it.
0: From fan favorite Albert
1: Pune. Yes, who directed this movie, which also stars John Stockwell, another canon favorite,
0: and Johnny Lombada, J. Eddie Peck. Yes,
1: although this is the I think the second movie that uh, John Stockwell is in that was directed by uh, Albert Pune. The first one was Radioactive Dreams, which yes. we covered.
0: Also, John Stockwell co-wrote the screenplay for this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, a real feather in his hat. A real feather in his hat. Yeah, there's a... Uh... That guy looks like off-model uh, John Stamos. <laughs>
1: so, this movie is it's um was hard for us to get a, a hold of because we would have covered this a lot earlier for the
0: longest time yeah this was more like a like a season three movie i think right yeah
1: because it came out in 1986 and uh, that's about the time we were covering season three or so and this is one of the movies for some reason we couldn't seem to find anywhere and literally mean anywhere um we covered uh, other movies by albert Pune. we covered the ones starring john stockwell but for some reason we couldn't get a hold of this one So that's why we're finally covering it today.
0: Because I bought this for the cowman over here. Yeah,
1: he got it for me for, uh, was it Christmas, I think?
0: Yeah, I got Got it it for you for your, for Christmas. Or no, actually it was for your birthday last year. But I didn't see you until the Christmas because the COVID. Because of all kinds of crap. Because of the COVID.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, this movie is about a high school and a group of people in the high school called the Sentinels. Who are supposed to be looking after the campus, but they seem to be getting
0: out of control. They're supposed to be a uh, neighborhood watch type of dealy yeah. to to lower the crime at their... School. I was going to say their public school?
1: Yeah, because it was uh, spearheaded by a teacher who's apparently
0: a vet who is in NOM and... Uh, Well, I totally missed that part. Like, I totally missed the fact that that was the guy's girlfriend and not his sister. Well, that's just
1: because it's the 80s and you're confusing adults with teenagers because that was the way the 80s worked. Okay,
0: people. So general impressions of this movie, everybody is way too old for this to be playing the roles they're playing in this movie.
1: I mean, like I said before, it's the 1980s. If it's a movie that takes place in high school and the people don't look like they're in their 20s or, or late 20s or even early 30s, then it's it's not a high school
0: movie. All the teenagers look the same age as their teachers. Literally, I think the only movies where that doesn't happen are... Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where, uh, where uh, Matthew Broderick was actually a teenager and his girlfriend wasn't.
1: Well, not just that. It's like uh, movies by um, John, John Hughes. Those types of movies, that's pretty much it. Every other one you will be lucky if you find people of the correct age and this movie was no exception to that rule. So, essentially it's a neo-noir movie because we have it's to an action that. thriller, we have but to, not really. We have to use the term neo-noir for everything now because it's apparently every single movie now. So,
0: that's a misnomer. It's, it's not a very action-packed movie. So it's, it's not an action thriller. Stri- it's a thriller. It's a
1: straight thriller. It's a thriller. It's there's it's not an action movie. It's uh it's, it's about these this guy who's uh, the main character who was trying to solve this why, why are people disappearing why is these people ending up dead you basically
0: What's... did not need this to be set in high school at all not really. because it was literally about a reporter mm-hmm. trying to determine what happens to their friends amongst this whole entire rash of uh, vigilante, justice going on
1: yeah but it's probably easy to green light at the time probably they changed it to that so it could get more attention because at the time that was you know the john hughes era and those types of movies were popular so it was probably changed for that and of course can't know that and there's no real trivia about the movie but it's a good guess
0: um so it's, yeah it's the, it's the film debut of uh, mm-hmm. of mr uh, johnny Lombada, j uh j. peck yeah who would like Go in to start in Lombada.
1: He was pretty good in that one, too.
0: Actually. That's why I call him Johnny Lombada.
1: He was pretty good in that one. He was pretty good in this one, too.
0: For people who've been with us for a long time, I'm bad with names. Yeah,
1: he is. Unless it's Lucinda Dickey, he's not going to remember your name. And she's not in this movie, by the way. Because uh, this was after her year of activity that we cover so heavily, apparently, on here. All right, so this movie, um, I guess we might as well go into general impressions. Uh, if I didn't know it was directed by Albert Pune, I probably wouldn't realize it was
0: directed by Albert Pune. To be quite honest, well, there is a distinctive stench of Albert Pune on it. That there's a little bit of a music video vibe to it, such as that one scene where well, he kept uh, fading in and out between two scenes. Yeah, but that was very minimal stuff
1: like that. It didn't really feel that like was it. very
0: Albert Pune. And then the masks, the cheap ass masks they wear for their vigilante justice of the sentinels yeah but that worked i think it fit with the fact that they're supposed to be uh dumb kids
1: and like i said it didn't really doesn't really feel a whole like like his other movies because we've watched a few at this point and they all have a real distinctive flavor of them to them and like also i guess we might as well say it because it's kind of an elephant in the room but his stuff is probably of all the directors we covered is the most consistently low quality like just not good not even like in spite of the quality it's a good movie it's just
0: no this movie had like a budget of like a million
1: dollars give or take but this is one of the ones like uh radioactive dreams i think works for what it's trying to do and it doesn't really show like it doesn't really show any of those issues a lot of his other ones have included i will say that i think probably probably why it's life. less
0: distinctive for him is that um he wasn't involved in the screenplay at all
1: yeah and it was also his third movie uh he did this one right after radioactive dreams and uh, a little while after The Sword and the uh, Sorcerer. And it doesn't feel a whole lot like, like said the movies we covered before or even the movies after, like Nemesis. It just kind of feels more, I'm going to do a thriller, and here's, here's the thriller.
0: Also, I before we had watched the movie, I told JD, I'm like, oh, I'll read you the uh, synopsis off of Wikipedia, which actually I should just read it off of you, but, well. but it makes it sound um, like a different movie. But the movie I was actually thinking of was Young Warriors. Yeah, that's, that's another canon movie which you were going to cover. I would think the movie, because it's like, the premise of the movie is I thought, I'm like, oh, it's just going to be about vigilante justice and then him trying to get revenge. It's like, no, wait, no, that's Young Warriors. No,
1: that's, that's, kind of, that's more Young Warriors. This is just uh, trying to figure out what's happening to the people and then try to stop what happens. It's like more straightforward than, uh, than that sort of thing.
0: Like, this is literally what is written on Wikipedia, and it's a, it's, it's a, at an elite school, a group of students call themselves the Sentinels, begin terrorizing their socially undesirable classmates. Mm-hmm. Soon, one of their targets ends up brutally murdered, an editor of the high school paper begins to investigate, and the Sentinels become even more ruthless in their behavior. Yeah, that's kind of bearing a that, 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 look. <laughs> that sounds like just a straightforward thriller, which is what the movie actually was. Mm-hmm. It is, like I
1: said, a, a thriller, but uh, the way that were are to make it sound like they're escalating because he's being investigated no the point of the movie is that they're just like going off the deep end more and more and more and then by the end they realize uh, we've
0: gone too far oh and spoilers mm-hmm. the teacher got more and more uh into killing the yeah. bad people because he's a vietnam vet
1: yeah he's one of the uh the people who didn't come back quite the same i guess
0: it's probably it's just an excuse to
1: show why he's the way he is i guess uh, yeah, so that's the general impression is that it didn't feel a whole lot like an Albert Pune movie because he just directed it; he didn't have anything to do with the writing.
0: Though so the character of um, uh, Kruger Reigns was a very Albert Pune character.
1: He was, yeah. Although he was also very much of the era too, because they always had that kind of best friend character. So um, I guess we might as well just, uh, go into low lights first. Um, the low lights uh, to me would be like it's pretty typical. <laughs> Like, uh, this it's not a whole, like, very original or anything like that. Uh, once you know what the story is, you pretty much know how it's going to go. Yeah, there's a better movie in there
0: somewhere. Mm. And I'm, I'm not going to say it's because of Albert Pune this time because he did a serviceable directoring job. Mm. I'm not going to say it's because of the screenplay because the screenplay was okay. It's fine. It's it's just that it's the most okayest of movies and mm. I've seen in a while. Very generic teen vigilante film. Yeah,
1: like I said, uh, it's the, the, the problem is like a, this, um, it's pretty it's pretty obvious where it's going to go and it's also not very exciting it's not exciting either but like i said you know more or less where it's going to go so i might as well just like go into the highlights of it instead As uh that despite how slow it was it was fun to watch i had a good time watching it i mean i didn't have uh i thought the
0: acting was fine that was my highlight that was a good
1: one that was pretty good too like i said um it was just engaging like as it wasn't eh, i don't know if i would call it engaging well i was enjoying myself watching the whole thing i didn't get bored watching it which is a sign it's engaging didn't say it's highly engaging i just said it's engaging for what it is and like i said it's fine there's nothing incompl- there's nothing amazing about the movie i i just like
0: i just kind of felt that it was like totally uninteresting like i just felt it was very generic there were some good shots and there was a pretty good red herring involving his friend i thought yeah but he's i was too busy making jokes about that because once i realized oh they're gonna be it's gonna be a bad joke he's gonna come in and he's gonna do the whole hey, the bad thing about being around here is the vampires type of thing like, that, that's a stupid uh put a uh what do you call those a uh a, not stinger? a, a stinger yeah a yeah. stinger or, or a uh put a put a pin in it yeah type of shots like I said though, it's uh it's fine
1: for what it is. It's there's nothing like amazing about it or anything, and I'm actually kind of confused as to why it has a lower Andy re- rating than Down Twisted does because. Oh,
0: I was just messing for you actually. I switched the scores on it on purpose.
1: Well, good because that wouldn't make any sense because Down Twisted was one of the worst things we watched. Actually, you can co- actually compare that to this because it's the same sort of idea of like a you know thriller
0: to about twists more or less. That movie. This so is going to sound mean, but once once Albert Pughan goes to South Africa to start doing his movies, the quality in film kind of is like nosedives. Yeah, but the, the main point I'm trying to say is that the movie, that movie was
1: just like, here's a twist here, because there should be a twist here. But when you think about the twist for five seconds, why is this a twist? Does it make any sense in the context of the story? But in this movie, it does make sense. And like I said, um,. What happened to Albert Pune after this? I have
0: no idea. He is uh, the master of B-movie schlock. Yeah, but like... Actually, sorry. he's the master of Z-movie schlock. But like I said, though, just think of his first
1: three movies. Like, Sword and the Sorcerer has its problems, but it's fine for what it is. It's not great or anything, but it's fine sword and sorcery thing from that era. It's not very distinctive, but it is of that type. They did Radioactive Dreams, which was surprisingly original and fun. And did this one, which is competent. And that's then... the probably the
0: best thing you can say about this movie is that it's just competent. It's and it's the most formulaic by the numbers movie that he has done. And considering what he would go on to do,
1: I mean, we might cover uh, something else he did, like non-canon wise, but I think this is it for canon. I don't think yeah, this is anyways. everything for
0: canon. This is everything for canon. So, like like
1: I said, um, as far as it goes, I'm gonna go ahead and just give this one a three. It's Pretty much the typical three movie for me, where it's just that was fine.
0: I had a good time watching it, and I think that's the best way I could put it. Eh, I give it a two. It's just it's I didn't really I don't really want to watch it again. I don't I would, it's not really highly recommended. It's just too formulaic, too mm-hmm. dull for what it's be what being sold as, even down to its uh, mm-hmm. tagline of like. oh in, in the in crowd of this high school you're either in or you're dead it's like no that's not really it <laughs> either that's not really the, the plot of the
1: story but anyway yeah it, it's fine for what it is and i guess i would say
0: um it's a stronger albert pune movie but it's also a weaker one if that makes sense i know i know i'm talking about two opposite contrasts it's just that the formal formalicness of the movie is a major downfall for it but it's also a strength because then that means he can't really go off the rails. And he doesn't, and that's I think to his credit, because
1: as I said, we covered his first three and it feels he kinda became a completely different director after this. We didn't even just cover his first three, JD. We covered a lot of his films, unfortunately. I mean I know, but we we know there's a there's a distinct difference between the two sides, like after this. Aside from Nemesis, which is again barely holds together in my opinion even though has like 49 million cuts so i don't even know which one we watched
0: i think we watched the uncut
1: version again what does that even mean in the context of it because it had a stinger cool. on it that's why i'm like oh okay so i think we had watched it. but like like i said though aside from that one most of them are just like i have no idea what he was thinking with this like he even disowned the worst movie we've ever
0: watched which was journey to the center of the earth So it's like we we have literally covered his first three movies, like The Sword and the Sorcerer, Radioactive, Dreams Dangerously Close. Mm -hmm. We don't see things like a music video, something called Vicious Lips we didn't see. But then we watched his next four canon movies, Down Twisted, Alien from L.A., Journey to the Center of the Earth, where he's uncredited, but, but he really was the one that quote-unquote saved it. Mm. And Cyborg, which was saved by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme is the one who really made that one. Um, We haven't watched Captain America. Mm-hmm. We haven't watched Kickboxer 2, The Road Back. Mm-hmm. We haven't watched Blood Match. We haven't watched Dollman. We haven't watched... Ne- we Oh, sorry. We did watch Nemesis. Yeah, we did watch that one. We haven't watched Brain Smasher. I don't really have an interest in that one. Mm-hmm. Knights, no interest. Arcade, eh. Kickboxer 4, but not Kickboxer 3. No, he skipped that one. And then we start getting out of our our age range, even though we watched Nemesis 2, I believe. No, we didn't. We didn't watch any of the sequels to Nemesis, which goes up to, like, five, I think. I thought we had watched Nemesis 2. No,
1: we never did. We never saw the sequel. Uh, yeah. The last one, I think, of note on here, I think, is, like, Mean Guns, but that's really out of our range.
0: 97, that's barely out of our range. So I said. And everything else is just, uh... Notably, he also did the video for Always Wanted to Be a Ho by Ice-T. Mm-hmm. And, so, and
1: after that point, it just gets too uh, obvious, you know. It's obvious stuff
0: after that. He like. did a movie called Bullet Face, for crying out loud. <laughs> he did.
1: So yeah, I'm, I guess the, the long short of it is Albert Pune is a weird director, and this is probably his least weird movie, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, and that's for that gives pluses and minuses. For, for both of that. Because you're not going to get something as as bad as Down Twisted, but you're not going to get something as good as uh, Radioactive Dreams. So it basically split the difference with it. Anyway, I don't think we really have anything else to add to this one, though. Yeah, because cause I feel like it. we're just
0: going to be crapping on it if we continue talking about it more. Yeah, like I
1: said, it is what it is. If you like these type of movies, maybe check it out. If not, you're not really missing out on a whole lot. It is what it is.
0: You're definitely not missing
1: out on a lot. Hmm. All right, so anybody, anyway, we'll see you next time, everybody, when we continue our cruise to the Canon Catalog. Goodbye.
0: And good night. We're Canon Films, and we're Dynamite. Dirty must be quite a change for you. Hey, you ever play Hunt Down? Hunt Down. It's kind of like this intense survival game. You think hanging around with him's gonna get you somewhere? He's using you! <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little out of hand. But <laughs> he's a good guy.
1: Nice costumes, boys. What is this, trick or treat?
0: It's going a little too far. <laughs> he's searching for answers. It's getting out of hand. On, Brian. What, Brian? What's happening? Now, he's getting close. Let's teach him a little lesson. Dangerously close.